Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Today I'd like to speak to you about one of the great figures from the early Middle Ages, a man who is honored as a saint of the Catholic Church and respected by those even outside the Church, one who was acknowledged by Pope Benedict XVI when he made his pastoral visit to Scotland. And we're very proud to claim this man as patron of our annual summer institute that we conduct in Ireland. His name is St. Columkill, but he's also known as St. Columba, name which means the Dove of the Church. Now, St. Columkill was actually born in County Donegal in a beautiful scenic spot called Loch Garten, right in that area, still venerated as his birthplace, in the year 521 AD. And he died on the island of Iona off the coast of Scotland in the year 597. He was of royal lineage. On his mother's side, she came from a royal family in Leinster. On his father's side, from a royal family up in Ulster. And he was actually descendant from the High King of Ireland, Nile of the Nine Hostages. He was one of the intellectual giants of his age and was raised and educated in both secular and religious learning by a priest who was very, very close to his family. And after being trained in a school of Christian asceticism and monasticism, he studied at St. Finian's school at Moville, and after to another great St. Finian, St. Finian of Clonard. And there he learned so much about the religious life. And he went on to establish monasteries all over Ireland, including the famous monastery at Derry, Derry of the Oaks, but also monasteries at Dunlow and also at Kells. In 563, he decided, along with 12 companions, to become Peregrini Christi, pilgrims for Christ, voluntary exile, leaving Ireland, what he thought was forever. And he left Ireland with 12 companions and sailed for the island of Iona, where he landed there on the great solemnity of Pentecost. And there he erected a monastery and began this great mission to the people of Scotland. Iona went on in the Middle Ages to become a thriving center of monastic life and culture that dominated that northwestern area for centuries. Countless Scottish kings were buried on the Isle of Iona. And Columkill, even though it was a voluntary exile for Christ, he did return one time uh, back to Ireland blindfolded so that he couldn't see Ireland, and he attended the convention at Drumcut up in Ulster where there was a battle over whether Ireland was going to suppress bards and poets uh, because of their arrogance. He made a key defense defending the poets and defending the bards and saved them, and for that he is remembered as one of the glorious figures in Irish history. He was a man of deep faith and great culture and charity, and his life has been recorded for us in a book, Vita San Columba, The Life of St. Columba, written by St. Adaman, and that still is available today as a Penguin classic, and you can read all about him. And Adaman left us a description of him. He said, he had the face of an angel and was of excellent nature, polished in speech, holy in deed, and great in counsel. Truly a remarkable figure coming out to us from those early periods in the Middle Ages. But he was one of the great lights of those early Middle Ages, one of the great missionary evangelists in the history of the Catholic Church. He strengthened the Irish who were in Scotland in the kingdom of Dal Riada, 
they were weak in the faith, but he strengthened them and brought them into firm union with the Catholic Church. But then he also converted the savage and pagan Picts in the remote area of Scotland, where he traveled up Loch Ness, even an account that he encountered the Loch Ness monster and drove it away under the water and traveled up to Inverness and ended up converting this savage pagan people. And this is one of the reasons why in our day we're proud to claim him as the special patron of our St. Columba Institute, Columkill Institute, held in County Donegal for three weeks every single summer. He labored in Scotland for over 34 years and sent missionaries out to Scotland, to Northumbria in northern England, and to the rest of England as well. A man of deep faith and culture, he had an intense love for Christ, a passion for sacred scripture, spent a lot of time copying the Psalms and other parts of sacred scripture. He was a man of the church and also so characteristic of the Irish church at that time, had a beautiful and tender love for the Blessed Virgin Mary. So great was his reputation that down through the centuries, countless poems, hymns, and prayers have been attributed to him. And I'd like to share with you now a beautiful prayer that he wrote to the Virgin Mary. And it reads as follows. Gentle Mary, noble maiden, give us help. Shrine of our Lord's body, casket of the mysteries. Queen of queens, pure holy maiden, pray for us that our wretched transgression be forgiven for thy sake. Merciful one, forgiving one, with the grace of the Holy Spirit, pray with us to the true judging king of the godly ambrosial clan. Branch of Jesse's tree in the beauteous hazel wood, pray for me until I obtain forgiveness for my foul sins. Mary's splendid diadem, thou that hast savest our race, glorious torch, orchard of kings, brilliant one, transplendent one, with the deed of pure chastity, fair golden illumined ark, holy daughter from heaven, mother of righteousness, thou that excellest all else, pray with me, thy firstborn, to save me on the day of doom. And he continues, noble rare star, tree under blossom, powerful choice lamp, sun that warmeth everyone, ladder of the great track by which every saint ascends. Mayest thou be our safeguard towards the glorious kingdom. Fair fragrant seat, chosen by the king, the noble guest who was in thy womb three times three months. Glorious royal porch, through which he was incarnated, the splendid chosen son, Jesus, son of the living God. For the sake of the fair babe that was conceived in thy womb, for the sake of the holy child that is high king in every place, for the sake of his cross that is higher than any cross, for the sake of his burial when he was buried in the stone tomb, for the sake of his resurrection when he arose before everyone, for the sake of the holy household from every place to doom, be thou our safeguard in the kingdom of the good Lord that we may meet with dear Jesus. That is our prayer, hail. That's a beautiful poem from St. Columkill, a great poet and a great saint. May God bless you. Thank you for being with us today.